Hey guys, are we live? I think I so. Yes, we are. Ricky, what? What? Make sure you, your voice works too. <laughs> yeah, why, why? Why you gotta say it like that? Though, like, like I'm missing a read or something. That was like a parent. Because everyone else talked. <laughs> that was like a parent or something. It kind of was. I was like, Ricky. <laughs> All We're, right. I can't hear the music either, so I have to like yeah, listen to the screen. It's like awkward silence for us. Yeah, it's mad loud, dude. There's music? <laughs> yeah, only for Mike. <laughs> oh, Mike is the only one that gets, gets down. Oh my god. Okay, let's bring this shit in. This shit is loud as fuck. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Okay, we gotta tone that down. Drastic go down. How about your chat? Can I do that? You can you what now? Can, uh, are, you, are you looking at are you looking at, at your own chat through this stream? No, I don't know how to pop yours out. Is that even allowed? Oh. Yeah, you can do that. Here, I'll give you a link in our thing. Oh, okay. Oh wait, I don't know if that'll work for you. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All right, we're figuring it out. We're figuring it Does out. Does that work? <sighs> Maybe that won't work. We're Discord. Right, we're me, Discord. We're gonna start. Yeah, we're we're started already. We're good. I know, I know. I'm just <laughs> hey, Eris, your good. face is uh shadowed again. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to figure out how to pop out your shit. I'll put it back on Google when I'm done. Hold on. <laughs> if I'm right. looking at you, then I click to. Hey, go ahead. Yeah, we're all, all right, Mike. We're all Discord <laughs> noobs around here, but welcome back, guys. This is Boomcast episode number. We don't even know anymore. We've been 45. doing forty-five. Forty-five. Nice, 45. clean, even forty-five, and we have Lord. Even forty-five. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> NA education, man. Don't, don't, don't no judgment. Even <laughs> forty-five. <laughs> but yeah, start, episode start. forty-five. We have Lord Eris on today, along with hey, myself. Everybody. Yeah, Lord Eris, Rip, the usual, you know, Rip and Rickster here as well. Uh, and we're here to talk about all things Tekken Seven today. And man, it's been a hell of a ride. We've been talking about like how this is the longest Tekken game in its franchise, longest competitive scene. But uh, we're gonna go start it off with past, present, and future. Those are like the main topics for today. And I guess the first ones we'll talk about is the arcade release. Is it good or bad to still have an arcade release in this modern age of fighting game? Who's first? Harris <laughs> is first. <laughs> Me? He's the, he's the main guest. Yeah, you gotta go first. What's the uh, question again? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> See, no, Ares wants to go. Ares wants to follow up so he can just kind of call me. I, 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 I feel it. I feel it. Yeah, yeah, I feel it. I was trying to do. No, no, I'll go. I'll go. I'm not scared. What's yeah. the question? Arcade again? release. Is it still good or bad? If Come it, on, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Dude. I mean, I don't know if people know the way this arcade issue works. Because Tekken is because the Namcops are a Japanese company, and there's some like old relationships there. Like there's some like like Yakuza level ancient <laughs> relationships between the video game developers and the arcades. So I don't know. There is some secret shit there. I almost feel like there's something going on between those entities that makes it so they they irrationally like keep arcades alive they, tekken 7 should not have been that way and you guys everyone agrees we had to wait so long watching these tournaments getting wizard world tournaments right 
Yeah. We have to wait too long for it. And for no reason, just because one small part of the world still still has arcades. This is coming from me. I love arcades. But I mean, right. the shit's written on the wall, you know? It's mm-hmm. it's like, come on, man. So I say no. I say next Tekken, no arcade release. But I also feel like I don't know the whole story. Maybe that's a ridiculous thing that I'm saying. It's impossible. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, I think the thing that's also interesting I was thinking about the other day is that arcade versions of games nowadays are no longer the best version. Like back in the day, you know, you would have the arcade version, like this is, you know, the prime version of the game. When you get a home console release, we'll see if it lives up to the arcade. But nowadays, you go to Japan, Tekken 7 is not better in the arcade than it is on a PC. You can play Street Fighter V in the arcade in Japan, and that is trash. I've seen players there when that first got released that just walked away upset, like, dude, I'd rather play this shitty thing at home. Uh, so nowadays, the arcade... Part of the version, reason why they're extinct in the first place? Yeah, could be. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's just... Uh, it's an interesting time, because I think you're right. I think that there are some kind of agreements and companies that are still trying to support out there in Japan. But, you know, overall, I think it's just on its way out. They're, they're not even supporting it to be the best version anymore. I mean, the thing about Tekken, especially Tekken 7, too, right? you got to remember, because it was in the arcade for so long, and they did this with six and five right it's like they use it almost as a beta test right to or in order to like even like get the game to its final product so it's like we've never seen 6.0 on a console version we're never going to see 7.0 on a console version ever because you know those games are just the beta versions to what ended up leading up to the final version which at least for seven was great right the final version and as a console product was great but i felt like they needed all that arcade info early on to get to that point and that's what scares me about the future because mm. I don't know if they can do the arcade thing, you know, mm. or the no arcade thing and then have the game be like a f- completed product at the end without, mm. you know, op- fighting games. When they, when, they, when they start out, fighting games are bunk because they're always unbalanced. Uh, <laughs> there's some, you know, Souls, Far S type of, you know, yeah. garbage going on. So it's like, it's tough to balance fighting games. You can, you know, you can have a professional fight. We've we've talked to professional fighting game players that also are beta testers, and that they left the worst things in. <laughs> and it's like the most obvious things, but you know, sometimes people miss these things, and it's like, you know, you know how you said final game. I don't know if there is such a thing as that, like final product. Mm. I don't think that exists anymore. In fact, I mm. think like that's like, true. Any of no game is going to survive if there's such a thing as final product. People want more, and I think like these devs have to evolve, you know, like you just have to provide more and more, even if it's a little bit or nothing significant. You have to give people more faster now than ever. So, I think it's just one of those things where these guys have to get with the times. The arcade shit is like, all right, you had your fun, ban a pass system. A dollar <laughs> game, you know. All right, good shit, Namco. You did good, but this is not gonna fly anymore. You, this is the future, so you have to evolve. You gotta make the new game, or whatever they do, they have to do it in a way where they understand there is no final product, and it doesn't even matter that it's good. It just matters that it's changing. Like it could be bad. This season sucks, but it's you know the next one's coming, and that's what keeps you on board. That's just the way the ga- games are now. All of them. So I hope they they don't sink with their old style. Yeah, I think like what Ricky was saying though, right? About mm-hmm. how in the past when we've seen fighting games launch without having an arcade release, 
and they come out, you know, with either competitively really bad balance or something. It's like, how do you avoid that sort of situation from even happening? When you're constructing a new game, right? Like Tekken 7, luckily, has been built upon like previous uh, iterations where you're like, okay, we're changing a couple moves here. We're adding new mechanics here and there. But overall, it's still built on something that's existed in the past, right? But if you're building a whole new Tekken after 7, like that to me is, I don't know how they do that and still and also during during that transition period too i think they've been kind of pushing for more online stuff we saw it in tag 2 where a bunch of like the player info video replays everything was pushed to online even when you're playing at arcades you're playing online now and you know that's never been a factor before tag 2 and it's just it seems like they've been trying to evolve with the internet age with that but it's still like they have connections with the the arcades so so like everybody else outside of like korea and japan we had that three four year gap where we're just watching them discover everything and by the time we get the game it's just like if you're not doing the bread and butter already you you, you know you don't get to discover your own we've already didn't mm. we've already been there we're already past that you know so mm-hmm. yeah and also too with like uh, the releases of some fighting games coming out so shitty it's like they dig what themselves a they dig themselves a hole Once. You know, uh, Street Fighter Five, Injustice uh, Two, Mortal Injustice Kombat two. Eleven, Marvel Infinite. Uh, <laughs> like the, the, the list goes on and on, right? So it's yeah. just like once you dug that hole for yourself, it's so hard for them to climb back out, right? But I mean, some 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 games are too big to fail, right? Most uh, some are, but a lot Street of Street Fighter versus Capcom, right? Too big yes. to fail. I think Street Fighter Five is too big to fail. Guilty Gear kind of built up that mm. way, but I think Guilty Gear right now is fine as it is anyway, so it doesn't matter. But it's like, if if if, if like, you don't think Marvel versus Capcom was too big? Wasn't too big to fail? Wait, did I say that right? You know what I mean? Quality of the product was was so bad. Street Five and Street Fighter Five is banana peels and fucking <laughs> cheese whiz and shit on top of everyone's head. So the quality of the product, it screamed like made in Tijuana. Like <laughs> it was like cell phone level shit. Yeah. So I think that the problem is you have to kind of be on a level to know why Street Fighter Five is bunk. A little bit, you know, to the average fucking person, Ryu and Fireball and Uppercut, but a little bit more than that. And you realize, oh, okay, I could see why people don't like this. Marvel, beginning level, Marvel Infinite, any fucking (laughs) child could be like, what's wrong with this? Uh, Captain America, what's going on here? That's not him, like a birthday party Spider-Man. That's not Spider-Man, you know, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's so. true it's true but yeah that's pretty much like uh how games have evolved now and then but yeah kind of bringing it back to tekken you know going back to the past again tekken kind of really amped up their their character reveals for tekken 7 right even though there were a lot of returning characters we had some of the hypest guest character reveals ever in a fighting game uh what do you guys think about that i mean like let's just go back to the first time we saw Akuma announced, like I remember that blowing my mind. And then the year after that, we were like, we gave you Akuma? We're about to give you regular Akuma. <laughs> and, then, and then at Evil, they hit us with the geese. And then at the finals, they hit us with the Noctis, you know? So what do you guys think about all yeah, the that? That shit was killed? a roller coaster. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it like that, that was a roller coaster. Is that the real Kuma? order? It's something a like Kuma, that. Then Kuma? I think it's close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Akuma, Kuma, then Kuma. Dude. Yeah. I was there. <laughs> I was, dude, 
Nah, that was terrible. <laughs> I thought that, uh, personally, I think that Akuma's reveal and the way he was included is one of the best Ever. Like, oh in God. history. One yeah. of the best. If you remember how they revealed him, they showed the silly silhouette of a character. Doorman. Yeah, you couldn't mm-hmm. tell who it was. And the it was like a bait and switch because... Everyone thought it'd be like Jim Pachi or something right. like that. No one ever imagined. And when the symbol on his back appeared, you could not help but open wide. Give me a hot dog. You know? <laughs> There's nothing you could do. Anyone who saw that was blown away. I think it was one of the best ever in any game. In any game. While at the same time, the following year, Kuma <laughs> might as well have been one of the worst in any game. That character is a joke character. No matter how you slice it, you could be good with him. World champ. Doesn't matter. It's a fucking joke character. So it was really like a big flop. And same like you said, Geese, super tight. I mean, not everyone knows Geese, but super tight though. And then Noctis, like, wow, what are you doing? But you know, you guys, you guys are the ones who are still actively playing. What do you think now, Noctis? Does this guy even belong here with the swords? Who is this guy? Listen, someone, some, there's some, someone out there likes Noctis. <laughs> I, I gotta believe there's someone that was. You hyped. already know there's at least one person who likes it. His name is FDX. But one. I mean, outside <laughs> of that, like when I people out there who eat off the fucking floor, though. <laughs> It doesn't mean they like that, Eric. You know? They might. Well, they might. You know, some people do shit. It could be preferred. You know? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, people do shit. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you, you need know? that floor seasoning, man. You ain't get that wrong. Actually, well, yeah, yeah. I, don't know that. I, don't, I don't think that that's a good way to gauge whether or not something was a mistake. Like, there are oh, yeah. people out there who like it, but it was, I think that shit was whack. They should have put, look, I don't give a fuck about Tifa. But they should have put Tifa if they're going to put a Final Fantasy character. Yeah, it makes more sense, too. If they're going to do that. I would not mm-hmm. prefer that they do that. But if they're going to, dude, easy money, dude. Easy yeah. money. Who the fuck is Noctis? Yeah. You know? Tifa over wonder, Noctis any day. <laughs> I mean, like, we don't ever know, like, the reasonings that go on behind closed doors about the character. But I assume it goes something like, you know, they approach Square and like, hey, we want to put in one of your characters for Final Fantasy. I don't think they walk in and say, we specifically want Noctis. You know, give us Noctis. I don't feel like that's how that conversation was goes it, down. Was it the cup of noodles that influenced all that? Because they couple bed was in bed. A uh, couple noodles was couple in bed. bed. <laughs> <laughs> couple beds was in couple noodles. You know, with Noctis and Bandai Namco at that time. You know, I just remember seeing couple noodle everywhere at that time. That was a good era. That was a good era. Three cup of noodles. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good era, though. <laughs> that was a fun era. Yeah. I just yeah, remember but, that commercial where the guy's hair was made out of noodles. Remember that commercial? <laughs> that one was pretty good. Evil Japan, or, yeah. Or where that dude was eating the one with his mom in the noodles or something. Like, what the <laughs> hell? Is, how is this? What kind of commercial <laughs> is this? Cool. I like those. <laughs> Funny. But yeah. yeah. I mean, like, overall, the DLC characters, though, I think Noctis, Negan uh, are misses for me. I think Big that. One. Yeah, I think Geese, Akuma great uh is there another one guest character there isn't right yeah just those ones yeah yeah big misses big hits i, I mean think that oh. negan is a terrible miss i think that i feel like harada got tricked on that one like hey harada <laughs> we tell you what 
Look at how sick this show is. We'll give you this character at a bargain price. Harada's like, looks at the old numbers. He's like, wow, that's sick. Let me get that. But he doesn't realize nobody gives a fuck about Walking Dead. Even before the character was even out, nobody gave a fuck about that shit. So yeah. I feel like he got tricked. Poor guy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Someone somewhere like that character, right? <laughs> someone definitely people out there like him. But... I just like playing him, but the character, everything about, about it, yeah, it's whatever it's for me too. I agree, I agree. But uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much uh, wraps it up. Some good, some hits, some misses for the character reveals. But uh, along with Tekken Seven, also came with uh, you know modern freaking fighting games. Man, we always got to hold their hands a little bit. We got to change the mechanics and make them simpler. And uh, Tekken was not shy from that either. We had the back blocks that came from the uh, Tekken Revolution. We also had the throw system changed, throw system changed, Oki changed, and then bound changed to screw. What do you guys think about some of the mechanic changes from the legacy Tekken stuff? I mean, I'll, I'll go because honestly, I thought that was necessary. You know, tag, tag two was, you know, I enjoy tag two, but it was, too difficult for its own good, you know? And what the game itself wasn't meant to be for new players. Tekken 7 felt like it was made to be for new players, kind of like how Tekken Revolution was made to, to kind of let people learn how to play Tekken, right? But not have to worry so much about so many other mechanics and things like that. I mean, obviously, as a legacy player from, you know, from way back, right? I would want to see some of these things return, the old mechanics, but I don't necessarily, like, miss it so much i just you know because i'm glad that it brought in so many new players you know the way that the game is you know genuinely easier than old tekken's so overall i think the the changes were successful that's how i view it at least i mean i want i want regular throws back just as much as everyone else but i'll take what i can for now i guess uh what do you think rip i think that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the the simplification of the game was necessary. I think Ricky's spot on with that. You know, yeah. tag two, definitely too hard. I, we've talked about tag two a lot in the past, right? Uh, but a lot of stuff they added to Tekken 7 was great. You know, rage arts, uh, rage drives even, you know, like mm-hmm. those kind of things that, and even the slow-mos, of slow-mos, course. Right? You can't yeah. not talk about slow-mos. Yeah. They just brought in so many people and simplified the game. But the throw system fucking kills me in this game, dude. Like, to me, there's strikes and there's blocks and then it's supposed to be throws. Like, that's like, the holy trinity of fighting games. Fighting you know? game 101, Somebody, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got to have all three pieces, right? But in Tekken, right now, Tekken 7, there's just strikes and blocks. The The rest of it is like power crush, rage yard, comeback mechanic. The throws, they barely factor in there anymore. That drives me absolutely crazy. I can't stand it. Yeah. The throw system's weird, right? Because it feels like an old-ass fucking system, and it feels like they changed this old system in a way to make it easier, but... It almost feels like, why did you even keep the system if you're going to change it in this way? If you're going to change the throw system, redo it. Like, it just doesn't feel, it feels half-baked in T7. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe they could rework the whole system. When you think about the changes from these games, one after another, it really just makes you think about which part of the system makes the game feel like it's Tekken, and which parts don't. The throw breaks... I think that it's arguable, it's debatable whether or not changing the entire system of throw breaks would make the game feel like it's no longer Tekken. I don't know. While backdash, 
you know, I've been thinking about it. I knew I was going to be here talking about this shit, you know? So I've been thinking about Backdash. And that's what you thought about? <laughs> yeah, because Backdash is the biggest barrier of the yeah. game. Uh, I mean, it's like so absurd the way it exists because it's extra advanced while at the same time, there's no other. Like, if you say, I don't know how to Korean Backdash, it's like saying, I don't know how to move. So that's like, it doesn't make sense for it to be so advanced. While I think it should be that way. And obviously, Tekken 7's success to me means that it's not that big of a problem because the people can still aspire to get to this level of movement that it's there. You can get there. You just need to practice. That's not a bad thing. And I think that's really heavily like this is Tekken the movement, the backdash, the feel of that. But the throws, is that Tekken? I don't know. I, in my mind, I thought Tekken 4's throw system, while it had big problems, I think it's something that maybe they could examine again. Like wall push, to me, for a standard level player, is so clean. Like, my back's to the wall. I can position change with a wall push. It's so easy. The wall's to the right. I can push them into the wall with a wall push. It was so clear and clean and... You know, the, the details on the throw break window and the rewards of a wall and those things are all different. But And also, if they were to bring a wall push back, I would not want it to hurt some characters while buffing others. That is a problem to me. T4, if your character just so happened to not have a one plus two, then you didn't have anything. It was just one throw. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that sucks dicks, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have to compensate for that. But yeah. the idea is cool. I think they could revisit T4 in that sense, but not for movement. Movement, mm -hmm. you need that backdash, or it's, I don't know. Maybe just, bring back, just bring back I moving before the, the round starts. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 please. As long as we got Korean backdash, though. Dude, start. there's going to be uh, Mishima's light dashing in your face and you're at the wall at round start. Tight game, <laughs> tight game, bro. <laughs> yeah, Just I mean, playing, but, in, playing against Spiro in the infinite stage and I'm at, right out the bat, he's already full screen away. Yeah, like, good luck. <laughs> Get back over here, we just started. Screw that, but uh, okay. Uh, wait, wait, real quick, thinking about this, uh, the inconsistency here with their throw system, right? Mm -hmm. And like, considering it being half-baked, it, it really is. Because the current throw-break system, right? It's If you're teaching a new player how to break throws, uh, oh, you see the left arm come forward? That means it's a one or a two-break, but sometimes <laughs> it's a one-break. Like, that makes no sense for a new player. And at a high level, it doesn't matter either way. You know, like, it just, it's not useful. So I do agree completely that it's completely half-baked. They, they need to do something about it, whether it's, you know, just give longer throw break windows but keep the button specificity correct you know uh you know make the ball command guys the longer break windows that is also uh, what they know, did something. in seven yeah they did extend yeah. the throw break windows too along with generic throws just becoming one or two breaks but yeah like i think you guys bring up great points you know like era said like maybe a complete revisiting of the throw system if they're going to go that route and of course the half bake statement too that's exactly what i've been feeling with like Jin and Huarong, just because they had one and two legacy throws, command throws, they get to have a th three-way throw game for no reason. And Paul as well. Paul kind of makes sense. Dragonoff kind of makes sense. But the other two don't really make sense to me.
Uh, you know, if you think about the throw brake system the way it is right now, it's not even really like a good solution to the problem that they were trying to solve. So, like, they wanted to make the throw brake system more accessible, but the way they did it is it's accessible in a way that's only advantageous to another player who is a moron. Like, <laughs> if, if your opponent, as the new player, is good, they're going to throw you with throws that are not generic. So how did that help you at all anyway? So the generic throw being multi-throw breakable is almost only useful in a I'm playing against my little sister scenario. And if that's the case, then it's definitely a half-baked solution because it doesn't solve anything. It's just an illusion of a solution. So I think that the whole throw system could be revisited. I, I, it's not something that needs to stay this way. No one will care, I don't think, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, how yeah. they could change it though. Like, it's just cause it, like you said, it doesn't, you don't know if it's tech it, right? But it's like, damn, I don't know what they could do differently to make it not like that. I, guess, I think right? there's a Part middle ground. I mean, if I, you can look next door, right? That's what I do. So you look at Fighter. sometimes it's like you put the final command of the throw you got thrown with. Or in Soul Calibur, the, some throws are extremely small window throws, while other throws are like regular and easy to break. I mean, or it could be a 50-50 total coin flip like Soul Calibur at some point. So yeah. I, I like know. the old visually uh, reactable throws. You yeah, know, I think that was already the key, and I think that I think that was Tekken. You need to go back to your earlier point. Uh, I feel like when we used to watch old tournament footage, you'd see someone break a bunch of those. You're like, damn, he's breaking yeah. all the throws, and it was impressive. Nowadays, it's like, oh yeah, duh, dumbass, try to throw. <laughs> Why'd you do that? <laughs> Why'd you just waste the turn? Yeah, <laughs> it's not as impressive anymore. It really isn't. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay, okay. A lot of great points brought up about the throw system, but uh, along with Tekken 7, you know, we talked about, like, some of the mechanic stuff, but then they also changed a lot of uh, visual stuff, too. Rip mentioned it with, like, the slow-mos, right? And Rajars, there's a function for it with, like, the armor near the end of the round, but also as spectators. And around the time, uh, Harada and Michael Murray were traveling to every tournament i felt like they were just collecting data seeing what people liked how they reacted while they were you know going around during tag two and early t7 days and then just implementing all this and then now we got slow mos which are super hype i, I think everybody likes slow mos other than the fact that we've been finding out uh more and more stuff does get affected by slow mos hitbox hurtbox interactions uh rage arts uh also being like a spectator friendly thing it's like oh snap that's a rage art and now we also got uh, Tekken Revolution Invincible Attacks evolving into Power Crushes and later on in the Tekken 7 lifespan we got Rage Drives as well. So what do you guys think about those new mechanics and uh, stuff that they changed in, in Tekken 7? <laughs> I, I what mean, are your thoughts, Rip? <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, I think that a lot of these are good spectator improvements. Obviously, they, they got the game to be as popular as the game is. Uh, my problem with it it's just that a lot of this stuff seems as it's it's sort of like the balancing tool for the game. You know, like, oh, this character is going to have a really good rage drive, but they're not going to have any good punishers or something. This character is going to have really good whip punishers, but they're not going to have a rage drive or a power crush. You know, I'm like, it just, that's the part that bothers me about it. That a lot of like, cause I'm, I'm a law player. Right? Let's just be honest. I got no power crush. I got no rage drive. It's just, it's whack. And it's part of, I think their way to balance the game to make it, quote-unquote interesting across the cast uh you know so like fundamentally like how does it make the game play out 
I don't know, but I think the rage is fun. Um, does it make the game dumber or simplify it a little bit? Maybe for the comeback mechanics. You know, there's that's what the bounce is supposed to be for, I guess. You know, but overall, all those additions, I don't mind any of them really. I don't think there's any of them that stand out as I need this gone from my next version of Tekken. Or another variation on the question: old rage or new rage now? With like the rage arts, rage drives, or Tekken Six rage. Oh, new rage. New rage with rage arts and rage drives. Yeah, I think so. I think I mean, that uh, the rage idea, all of the rage tools, rage drive, and slow mo, and uh, all those ideas, all they're all kind of focused around the end of the match. Like mm-hmm. it's trying to create this climax where at the end of the match you have resources that weren't available before, and that I think should have been explored way more. I thought originally when the Paul rage mm-hmm. art turns into it, I thought everyone was going to have these things where you can make a choice to really make the end of the match better. And when they added rage drives, I also thought, okay, these are the first ones, but they're going to add two or three for everyone. So you can either select them before the match or even more interesting would be select which one you do. And that's only st- the case for like Steve and a couple other characters. Okay. But to me, I thought it would be the case for every character. That was my what I wanted, and it never happened that way. But to me, all those things are great. Slow-mo, Rage Drive, all those things are great. The way they're implemented could be polished a little bit, but the idea of making the end of the match way more like palatable for the spectator is brilliant. Mm-hmm. So... They're all hits in my eyes. There's just not enough of it. They should have focused more. And like, to me, they should have focused even more on the end of the match than they did. It's like they went in this direction and abandoned it early. You know, they could have had two rage drives per character or an altered version. Like if you hold the buttons down or multiple rage, you know, these, these, I just think it would have been way more exciting. They, maybe, maybe that's something they could do in the future. Season five. I, it's one of those things where it's like it, it. I mean, everything that that they added there, all those like slow mos and rage arts, and definitely were spectator friendly things, right? Yeah. So that's and that's perfect too because that was I. I always said it like where it's like when you saw a slow mo, that was like the best thing they could have done to not piss yeah. off anybody, right? Because mm-hmm. no one's mad about slow mo because when it's when it happens, it's cool. When it happens yeah. to you, you're not really pissed because we don't know what's going on. And then what's like when we're watching someone else going to a slow mo, it's sick, right? So it's like it was the easiest buff they did to. Tekken ever straight up for a spectator right so all of everything they added was great it'd be crazy if they could do like the whole like a uh, double rage drive like you know variation select or something but yeah, I, I don't strike. think yeah i don't i don't think they were ever thinking about going in that direction either so it just i, I love i love the way they they the direction they went with it but yeah i mean it feels like they could have done a little bit more but i honestly honest, i'm pretty happy with how it, how it turned out you yeah, know they just Jesus with Paul early. Why did they do that? Now, Why did the they one, right? show us Paul like that and never do it again? You exactly. know, I, I mean, I saw Mark. He said something in the chat room. He said, this game was a big experiment in a lot of ways. And, you know, that's interesting because if you think about how we said the throw system was half-baked, a lot of the ideas are half-baked. Mm. If you think about it, why does Paul only have... He's the only one with the rage art that does that. And, or, what? you know, these whys that you have, why this, why that? 
it almost feels like, well, that's because they were trying it out and they didn't know if it was going to work or not, but it seems like it did. If that's the case, then I wonder what direction the next one's going to go in. Because if you think about it, if that's true, right, then they're going to look at what they've done. They're going to look back at T7 and think, oh, that was a good idea. Five more of those, you know, and <laughs> no more of these. So it just really makes me wonder what we're going to get. It could be a totally different beast. Just yeah. a clarification, that wasn't Mark that said that in the chat. It was, it was a different light name, light blue name in the chat. Oh, really? It was just a yeah. blue name? Different blue name, like... moderator. You're close. Yeah. <laughs> You're close. They all <laughs> look alike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's funny. Oh, man. Yeah, but yeah, I remember, I could have sworn at that time, somebody from Namco said that, you know, Paul's Rage Art, I think it might have been Harada. He was like, I don't think people found out the something else about Paul's Rage Art. And it felt like he was hinting at there might be more variations on Rage Art cancels and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. yeah, like you guys said, we just never ended up seeing We got that baited, stuff. bro. Yeah, we hella got baited, right? I could have sworn <laughs> yeah. that was a... All this cool shit's hidden. It's like Mortal Kombat. You got to go find it all. Just kidding. Yeah, it <laughs> None don't of exist. It exists. <laughs> yeah, I found that to be a disappointment, to be honest, mm -hmm. that there was so few, like, there was nothing like that, almost, so... Yeah, I mean, it would have been cool if there was stuff hidden like that, right? Like, Harada always talks about sure. how he doesn't want the game to be figured out really quickly, you know, frame data, etc. <laughs> yeah, but, excuse for no frame data for the yeah, last right? 20 years. <laughs> uh, that but that would have been yeah. a cool way to do it. Like, you know, hey, the rage arts in the movies, we didn't, t didn't tell you about the special cancel for it. Yeah. You guys have never seen Rip like like struggle to tr find the back one two one with Law. Just like maybe maybe I got a key charge. Or just or find a hidden blue spark move or something like I that was the shit the back in the day. Maybe from key charge, then I can get a back. You one remember two like Heihachi's blue hunting spark and shit? Like people finding out random stuff yeah. like that. Like that shit don't even exist anymore. That's so sad. But uh, damn, yeah, Tekken Seven definitely did add a lot of cool stuff, and then it moved on to uh, showing up on uh, America's tournament list you know but then they brought around i think just the arcade board to these offline tournaments i think the first ones that really started it off was a uh, wizard world that really got uh american players to be na players to be able to even play the tekken 7 games and then and namco did their own tour afterwards with the nationals too and then that led into present day where we're having competitions right now and Tekken 7 finally came out on console early 2017. That was a joke for a while because they said early 2017. And June is early? June is early. Okay, whatever. Early. But, yeah, uh, this is the first time we've ever had a Tekken game. Uh, I think when we were commentating Evo this year, us three over here, uh, like the, the intro video, you know how they show how many years at Evo? And it said six years at Evo. And I was just like... That is crazy. We've never had a main Tekken title last more than five years. I've always wanted to see an era like this. Uh, what do you guys think about this current Tekken 7 era right now with like the long lifespan that we've been getting for Tekken 7? Who, it's crazy. Who's first? <laughs> you got to say a name afterward, Mike. <laughs> Damn, I just got to point at somebody? Okay, Aris, you're, yes. you're the guest. You're the main one. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> God damn it. All right, Rip. What do I think of? Oh, I Never go to Rip. Never go to Eris. What do I think of the current state of Tekken Seven after all these years? Yeah, the long. I life think right. that it's needless to say that the pandemic fucked with a lot of shit on Earth, and I think that one of the things that got fucked with was Tekken and its growth. 
I don't know. I can't honestly say how big it would have been by now if that shit had never happened. Each Evo, Tekken was getting older and it was getting pushed closer and closer to the main event and the crowds are getting bigger and bigger. And I have no way of knowing where it would have been now if it wasn't for the pandemic. So just like everything else, I think Tekken got shafted fucking hard, just like everything else. But uh, with that, obviously, like, okay, we know that. Outside of that, I mean, you know, it's getting fucking old. And right now it's kind of hard because it makes you think, do you want them to keep supporting this old ass shit or do you want them to move on and release a new game at a time where oh, it's so hard to release a new fighting game right now and all you have is online. So it's almost like, I don't know, but I think they should keep supporting it at the very least. I think that they should support it way faster than they do. This season's shit needs to happen like way faster. It's too slow for a game that's this old. You need like fast updates, even if it's not a character, you know, something just to show that your game is alive, you know? Just like, when you say something, like, are you talking, like, even just, like, straight up, like, cosmetic type of bullshit that doesn't even matter? Because, I don't know, just because it's, it feels like right now, like, like balance changes and things like that would be too, you know, too too much too too soon, right? Well, that's what I was just going to ask you. So what do you think about every three months a balance sweep? Every three months. But but why is that too fast? Why? Because it's hard to keep up with. Like I feel like three months is all is honestly like a time period where some people are like I wasn't really playing that much in the last three months, and then oh shit, now what the hell? I, the game's completely different than I remember. You, you mean know, it's- adding more. I don't mean adding more. I mean changing things to make it so that different characters are stronger this time around. I don't mean adding more characters. I just mean something that shows the user that their game is evolving, which allows for people to keep coming in and going out. And it's like a flow of a game rather than every three months, people give a shit for a week type of a thing. I think that's kind of the problem. Yeah, we, we kind of revisited this in the past, right? Because they were doing big balance changes before the TWTs and players are talking about when is the right time to balance past the game because they don't want to change before the finals, et cetera, right? Yeah. So I think the issue there was, you know, when do you balance the game? And so it became just like, we'll do it a big, balance patch right after the final sort of deal and then maybe six months later we'll have another small patch you know so that the players will have until the final so this entire year of season play competitively stays kind of the same uh i think that's been pretty good to be honest i don't i haven't had a big issue with the way they bounced like that i think before that it was it was kind of all over the place like right before that one TWT finals with pakistan they were like we're gonna nerf akuma now you know it's just like what the yeah, fuck now that, of all time that you know? was so, weird yeah if they do more balance patches, I'm not very confident in it. But I do agree that, you know, if they did something like you're describing that could bring players in more often, uh, you know, to kind of get the player base active more often, I think that could be interesting. I just don't think it's through balance that they should do it. Through cosmetics? Cosmetics or something. I, I don't know what it would be. CPT is funded by 200 Chun-Li costumes. Just sell us a bunch of like Lydia, Xiaoyu, and all these other waifu costumes. It'll, it'll fund itself. Do you guys think that that, uh, change in a game like that is a problem in other genres that are competitive? 
like I mean, it's not. I don't really know how they work, but let's say League of Legends receives mm -hmm. a lot of change and it's a competitive game. Do you think that that's a problem or a good thing for those games? I think that the way they do it for that is is pretty different because they have like a testing server where they're all the players can test the changes before they're finalized, and then after that they roll it out and say these are the ones we decided on keeping or whatever you know this is what it's going to be. So there's a lot of like lead up time for the players who are competing to kind of get used to the changes and be ready for it when it comes out. You're not just like suddenly thrusting like oh shit tournaments in two weeks and we got all these new changes you know. Maybe that's not such a bad thing. What if there's yeah. like a public test way mm -hmm. of showing you okay sick. this is the next patch if you want to play with this patch's rules or we have a live server where where regular rules and right. that's how, where they iron out the next patch you yeah. know speaking of which skullgirls kind of does that so mm -hmm. it's already a present in fighting games yeah where this can exist you know uh, okay so the whole idea is that we're talking about the future right the future what what needs to check the arcades was their previous beta testing ground to me, the future of Tekken relies on the devs evolving. If, if they <laughs> stick with, we need to release it on arcades, and if they stick with this dollar game shit and banner pass, you know, these things are like, dude, it's cool, it worked, you had a thing going, but you got to evolve. I think that even though it's like... You don't want to look at League of Legends or other games like Dota and copy them. But, dude, I mean, if someone else figured the recipe out for you, at least just alter that recipe instead of coming out with your own crazy schemes, you know? Even Tekken Revolution was crazy, right? It's a free-to-play online game where you have, you're time-gated by not being able to play. You have to pay for play, pay for, per play. Yeah. What? Yeah. Online Think arcade, bro. Yeah, that yeah, literally dude. was Tekken Revolution. Up. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Online arcade. So, okay. So, what that tells me is that's like they want to think outside the box, but it's like your grandpa is trying to think of some <laughs> new idea. It's too old of a, you know, like maybe some newer styles of game development would be cool, like other other shit, mm -hmm. like yeah. Skullgirls. You said it. They yeah. have like a public test place so mm -hmm. that's cool yeah that's honestly yeah, genius cool. that's honestly genius and uh, a couple other things i want to like really just briefly touch upon it's like man the pandemic's fucked us man 2019 tekken world tour that was the cinderella storyline right pakistan versus korea knee versus arslan in the finals and all that like at evo too and at the finals when knee put himself in arslan's bracket like all of that was so epic and then it just got put on pause immediately but Man, I can't wait for that to come back. And now, you know, it's like they're still coming out with new Tekken 7 characters and the competition kind of moved into the online realm. You know, and Eris, I know you kind of stopped playing around this time too with like Leroy coming out, Falkenrom, Lydia, original Tekken 7 characters. We haven't really seen them until like the release of Tekken 7 and now we're getting brand new fresh Tekken 7 characters I mean I think the Tekken 7 characters in my opinion have been kind of whatever from this version <laughs> right like Kazumi uh Shaheen yeah. Claudio Lucky yeah. Chloe Giga Josie. 
Yeah, Katarina. all whatever to me. Like, and uh, that red guy. Yeah. Uh, so what, what do you yes. guys think about all these new <laughs> original Tekken 7 characters? And especially the DLC 3 and 4 ones, the original ones that we got. Like You know, the, the 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 original Tekken 7 characters, they all felt like they were just like what Tekken 7 represented, right? A new, easy to learn, easy Tekken. And so right off the bat, Katarina, here's the move list. What is this? 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4. <laughs> Three, 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 right? So it was like the, the the characters themselves, they were designed for, you know, like new players or like players to just kind of learn Tekken. I personally, yeah, there's a little bit too many of them, but they're I, I didn't I didn't mind them. They're alien. <laughs> but the but honestly, like the like the new characters that they that they released, like Lydia, Fakuram, and Leroy. Obviously, I don't like the balancing that happened from the from the first two, but you know, uh, overall, I thought they were cool characters. I just hate fighting them. That's it. Whatever. <laughs> Other than that, you know, they're cool. I think those three characters are cooler than all the original Tekken 7 characters. Yeah, I yeah. can agree with that, though. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Which three? Leroy, Fakamon. The Leroy. last three versus the original. Versus like yeah. Shaheen. Don't Katarina, you feel like Katarina. they're, I was going to say that, don't you feel like there's such a clear divide there? Like these guys are not even from the same fucking universe. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, fuck Claudio and Kurumi, all those characters felt like so phoned in, like mm. so phoned in to me. Like we need a character right now. Hurry up, <laughs> dude, make it fast. <laughs> Well, well, I mean, you gotta, you gotta remember, Tekken 7 only had, 7.0 only had, like, what, 12 characters in yeah, it? Yeah, and like, all it those movies. shitty new yeah. characters were in there, too. <laughs> I feel like characters like Kazumi, especially at the start, before they nerfed her, and characters like Claudio and even Josie, though they were pretty fun, right? But they felt like they were really stripped down, and they didn't have the same, like, charisma and like depth that was well thought out depth like remember when kazumi came out everyone thought she was garbage because it was a bunch of moves that were like cluttered together no one ever really figured out how to put it together but they realized oh this is cheap this shitty low that is useless mm -hmm. appear appears to be useless is so cheap this mid it's impossible to fucking do anything about <laughs> yeah. yeah so i think it was an accident that some of them turned out pretty cool and good, but they suck. And then yeah. even though I don't like the new three new characters, I don't love them. I, I wish that they were not guaranteed a seat in the next game, but it feels like they might be. But outside of that, they're better than the original seven characters. The original fresh Tekken seven characters were Garbo, Clo uh, Chloe, and red guy all that <laughs> shit so whack to me so whack yeah i, I agree everyone agrees yeah i think so too uh, uh, the red guy wasn't that bad come on what dude it took like three seasons so tight dude marduk is so tight and they gave him this shitty character like it's not even Marduk was never like S tier or anything, but this guy couldn't hold a fucking candle to this character, not even close. Yeah, Gigas was so shitty they brought movie. back Marduk anyway. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Gigas is a bum. They could have made him good, but it's like they made him garbage from the beginning. He's a bum I they, character. I, I think he was. Yeah, the way they balance him is like they. 
He's meant to be garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's meant to be garbage. That's not cool. You replace no, no. Marta with someone that's meant to be garbage. Have you, but here's the thing about Gigas Mains. They eat off the floor. They love garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that's their shit. Gigas Mains wouldn't exist if they didn't make Gigas. <laughs> it's also true. <laughs> Damn, well, that's deep. That, but, that, but Gigas existing made them realize, like, hey, I like eating shit off the floor. Like, Damn, know? this is me. Bad. This is my life. Why am I like this? <laughs> how, how would the dog eat if you didn't put some food on the floor, right? So, yeah. It's very true. Very true. But, uh, yeah, I think I think you guys are spot on. I totally agree with all of you. But, uh, yeah, uh, the competition got stunted from the offline competition. Now... It's uh, moved on to online along with uh, some other things that they added to throughout the seasons. I think early season one is when they added Tekken Bowl with season one, but it also didn't have online. And then I think season three, they added frame data. But now we had improved netcode in season four and they added a Wi-Fi indicator. But everything is in the realm of online Tekken now. So what do you guys think about that whole online topic now moving from offline to online? I mean, the topic is, is that that's fucking all we got. So, you know, yeah. well, it's like you, you can't do anything about it. You can't be like, well, no, I'm going to just play offline. Well, yeah, good good luck. Have fun with that. It's like the majority mm -hmm. of people are only going to play online, you know, and online now is for what it is. It's good, you know, but it's not perfect by any means. But no mm -hmm. game is, you know, so it's good enough. But man, those last time I played, I played against like a million Wi-Fi kings. That shit was crazy. Every Wi-Fi player <laughs> was crashed your game. <laughs> Yo, every yeah, time. they kept crashing my game too i don't know what they were doing but whatever those guys were doing they were all they were crazy but online i mean it's a hot topic just because for all fighting games right you you don't it's like everyone talks about rollback and obviously you want rollback in any fighting game that can handle it and can you know utilize it but fuck if i know if it can utilize it but if it does then i'm all for it you know if it makes it better but that's the future for what we got now it's good is it my turn Yes, I, I saw. No, I saw Rip's mouth. Yeah, Rip was about to. Yeah, Rip, I saw him too. He Harris was about to talk. Don't cut him off. <laughs> no, I don't. I, honestly, the funny thing is, on this issue, I really don't have much to say because, yeah. to me, I really check out. Like the moment mm -hmm. there's uh, the moment com competitive minds go into online, I check out. To me, it's not very fun to watch an online match compared to an offline match. And, you know, I just don't really think it's that good. It's just not good in any way. I've, I've had, a, like, a history, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. I feel like just Did you fighting play? games. Forget just Tekken. Fighting games, regardless of the net code, rollback, none of that. To me, they are so much more fun in an offline environment. And just in general, it doesn't really make for good Twitch to me, an online environment, like a house online stream, it doesn't really make for great Twitch, you know, views and stuff. And that's really what I feel like a spectator, right? So to me, it's just not there. It's not there. Yeah, I mean, what about, I mean, you, you felt the same way then about playing Third Strike online, right? I remember yeah, that any fighting game is that way because mm -hmm. it takes away so much of what's happening. You know, the it's just way less interesting. And I think that... For some reason, the average viewer agrees. And I don't know why, because they don't necessarily have the know-how to think, oh, that's not how that would happen, or that was punishable. Why didn't he get... You know, they don't have that know-how, but yet, for some reason, the average person thinks that 
an offline tournament where you can see the dudes and you can feel the stress is more interesting. And I just don't know how to quantify why. And also, why don't they feel that way for other genres? Why fighting games? You know, I don't know. And I don't really give a fuck to ponder it. But, you know, that's the way it is, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll say this about the online and the netcode right now. I think that Tekken 4, Tekken 4, Tekken 7's netcode is underrated since season four. Uh, obviously, when it launched, it was better. It's it's for whatever reason worse right now. Launch um, season four, but, right? Launch season four. Yeah, yeah. Harada's bar, he talked about how they're kind of making this choice, right? It's not like a technical hurdle uh, that they're trying to overcome. Like, they're capable of it, but they're choosing to keep this, like, visually consistent netcode experience, right? Like, without players or characters teleporting around. And I think that's probably because they had that arcade pay-to-play experience, right? Uh, so he said that they could change that in the future if you guys want to see, but it's going to lead to more visual artifacting, whatever. And, like, I think that's what people are asking for. So we'll see if that's what they decide to do in the future. I don't think they're going to do it for this game going forward. There's season five, six, whatever. Uh, but it's it's an interesting choice because it's it's a it's not, a, like I said, it's not a technical hurdle that they cannot overcome. It's just a technical choice they're deciding to make. Uh, so I think that's interesting. But we'll see what they decide to do in the next one. But, uh, okay. That, that's about, like, playing online. What do you guys think about watching online tournaments? I mean, it's kind of like what Ricky said. It's kind of like all we got right now, but... Are they still keeping your guys' interest, keeping the scene alive, you know, like the tournament? T uh, Tech and it's, Online it's, Challenge it's started. The, it's, it's keeping the scene alive for the players that want to be competitive still and can, you know, want to play in this environment or realistically, you know, the ones that are just, you know, they've been playing through this environment. That's all they know, right? But for, mm -hmm. the, for you know, we see players are getting better, right, from yeah. this. So it's, it's not like it's bad, you know, but... Definitely as a spectator, it's harder to get invested when you don't have that, you know, human contact in, in a sense. Like, that, not even, like, per, like just, like, seeing that those two humans are in that building, you know, and, and you guys are looking down at their bald spots while they're boxing or something <laughs> weird. It's like, I don't, like, we don't have those moments anymore like mm -hmm. that. So it's like, it's it, that sucks, you know. It but, makes a big difference. The yeah, crowd it does. and... Everything and does the, the the tension you can really feel it in an offline event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you want you obviously you want that. You, I don't think there's any way to replicate that online. It's like it's impossible. Yeah, yeah. and all I mean maybe if we had uh, player cams and watch people get pissed off. Because I I'll tell you mm -hmm. when I was watching uh, Alpha versus Anakin recently, I think it might have been the online Evo. I don't yep, remember what it was. Yep. Mm -hmm. But uh, oh, yeah. Alpha lost <laughs> and he just lost his shit. You know mm -hmm. and like seeing that made me enjoy it way more than just seeing the match. You know, I saw the match first, and then I saw the clip of Alpha afterward, and I was like, oh, wow, that was way better, you know, because I saw the player. Uh, and that definitely makes a difference. Going into everybody's individual streams during that time honestly felt like a little piece of offline again because it's just like they're playing over there at that station. Hey, those guys are playing over there at that station. It's like you have to actually physically go there, but it's like <laughs> we're sitting at home flipping channels on Twitch and stuff. It's just like we got to go watch what's going down in that station. But yeah, I totally get what you guys mean. It takes out the human element. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, online definitely did change that. Yeah, and obviously, you know, we run these tournaments weekly out here and everything, but. I think that the thing that's interesting about this current pandemic situation that is that it really feels like the downtime when Tekken games are changing, right? Yeah, like yeah. between Tekken 6 and 7, yeah. right? Like all the players who kind of start fading off, I'm going to wait for the next Tekken when we finally get to play it on console. Like those players that disappear, they get way worse. But all the players that keep playing, they're the ones who improve and become the top dogs in the next game. 
So even though we're still in Tekken 7 right now, like if we come back offline, it's like everyone who kept playing during this time, they're going to be like a notch up. And we're seeing it already with the 20 Z boys. Like, yeah. like they're taking out Shadow now or Anakin now. <laughs> they're taking out like, themselves. <laughs> they're taking it themselves now. Yeah. They're taking Anakin now, now, which, you know, is like almost unthinkable in the past, right? Yeah, that's cool. That is. I think the big one of the big like long con stories of fighting games is going to be who is going to walk out of this pandemic on top. It's going to be such a long like break for offline tournaments and there's going to be so many factors like did you stop playing? Are you unable to use online to its fullest? Did you get you get tournament nerves again when you're on stage? Did you not keep up with the changes? There are so many things that could alter the results coming out of the pandemic that I think that's one of the big hooks. Like mm-hmm. I, let's that's what people are going to come back for when things do come back to see who's good now after all this online bullshit. Yeah, it's just, it's just going to be everybody running for the fences after like as soon as we're out of this. And yeah, I can't wait. I'm still waiting to see like Pakistan versus Peru, stuff like that. Like these dream matchups from countries that we never get to see mix and match. And uh, yeah, that's where we are right now in current day Tekken. We're all kind of stuck in online world and we're all eagerly awaiting, you know, we're all commentators here. We've all done the big arena stuff. Like I remember the first time I commentated at EVO just hearing that crowd noise and it you it translates directly to you because it's just like you're feeding the energy off the room and it's just like we don't have that right now and we're all fiending for it. You know, I always thought that the evil, evil sound like at a certain point it got to a, a one year where the the crowd got so big that the the crowd noise sounded fake. And yeah. like, <laughs> Tekken, yeah. so like at, at this point now, Tekken might as well just pipe in some fake crowd noise in these <laughs> live streams. Like, bring back that know, feeling. But like WWE, they with the pandemic they couldn't have crowds anymore, right? So they started piping in crowd audio to the shows. Uh, and they put up all these TV screens of people at home watching whatever. So you're telling me when the, when, the, when the ref is doing one, two, and the what? crowd's supposed to be chanting? Like, one, two, oh! Like, that's all bullshit now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, that's hilarious. That's they the future. They did that in the UFC, too, though. In the, in the pandemic, they had fake crowd noises in UFCs. Whoa. At the beginning. We gotta start yeah, yeah, pumping then, crowd then, noise into these online tournaments. <laughs> no, but then the UFC they started to not have any crowd noise, and then you got to really hear the ASMR breathing, and you oh, got real, real, real sweaty. He sounds real tired. I can hear him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's our current Tekken Seven. Uh, the future. I think everyone's biggest question has always been, I don't know. This is. I guess there's like two versions of this question. Like the first one would be if we're in the pandemic, and the other one would be if we're not in the pandemic. Which one would you like to see, Tekken Eight or Season Five? Why ask if we're not? We're in not in the pandemic. Yeah, right. We don't have to ask that. Dream one. scenario. Let's dream scenario. Scratch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tekken Seven. I mean, Tekken Seven Season Five or Tekken Eight. What would you guys like to see next? I, for me, I think it depends on whether it's going to arcade or not. Uh, and I think, I think if it's Tekken 8 going to arcade, then I think like a monkey have- paw, you don't want to make the wish. It's a, if you say I want Tekken 8, but they're gonna say, but it's on arcade for a year, like yeah. oh, or two years. D- careful with your wish now. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. Gonna mm-hmm. be trouble. They're gonna take I'm something. <laughs> but here's here's what it is. No matter what, right? Like, if they whatever the next version of Tekken is, if it's going to an arcade first, 
give everyone at home something else to play. Give them a season five or season six or whatever the hell that is. Give them something simultaneously along with the arcade version of whatever that new thing has to be so that at least both people get something new. I say arcade is a laughing stock. I'm sorry to fucking, I'm the, I'm, that shit's in my blood. And if you put an arcade version out now, it's so out of fucking touch. It's like putting out a radio ad for Tekken. <laughs> it's so, so out of fucking touch, dude. So if that's what they do, where it's like a, a like an arcade release for a certain amount of time, in Japan only, without access for everyone in some way, no. That's, it's just way too out of touch. You're gonna, I don't know, it feels like it would be unacceptable. I want to use that word. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're lucky. I really think they're lucky that they didn't get owned by doing it in T7. That was already unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And that was seven years ago. We're seven years later, and it was unacceptable seven years ago, is my point. So I think that it's unacceptable. If you ask me, no arcade, unless it's like, you know, there's some other, like, I don't know. I don't know how they could do it where you wouldn't fuck over the arcades if you let the rest of the world play it in an online testing environment. You would fuck over the arcade, right? So it it really depends on shit that we don't know. There's relationships between Namco, maybe even legal relationships. Like what if 20 years ago, some companies said you have to make every Tekken on arcades for the next decade. You never know. Maybe there is a legal like we have to do it. You never know. And maybe they'll never admit it. So it's hard to say. But it's a way out of touch if they do it to me. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think I don't think going the arcade route is the smart thing to do by any by any means. Honestly, the interesting thing is just whether it be Technator season five considering the pandemic that we're in, right? Because to release a new, like a brand new game right now, it's like it just feels kind of risky because yeah. like Especially, especially right now too, where it's like, everyone, if everyone's not doing anything, they're gonna play it. And if that shit is not good right off the bat, everyone's gonna talk shit, and, and Sonic Fox is gonna drop the game on Twitter, and that means everyone else is gonna drop the game on Twitter, and you know how that's gonna go, right? So it's like, it's it's scary, and like season five is the safe, like, okay, we can just do this and then add these characters in, maybe new characters, maybe you know, returning characters or whatever, but. I don't know if see I don't know if Tekken Seven's ran its course, like its full life yet. You know, because I genuinely, I genuinely want one more year just offline, right? But I don't yeah. know if we're gonna get that though. That's I, the unfortunate. I'm fine with idea. two. I'm fine with two more years offline, dude. Honestly. Damn, two I'm, more I'm years, the, dude. I've been, you know, honestly, I've been waiting for a Tekken game to last more than two, three years before it cannibalizes itself, and then we're just all mm-hmm. waiting for the next one because, like. That shit is whack. Like, I love seeing these new players come into the game, like, mid-season two, and then now they're competing with the best. Like, that, like, what? Like, you never got to see that before. And now that we have Tekken 7 for six years at EVO, like, bro, like, that's crazy timeline, honestly. What if they said there is no Tekken 8, and we're never going to make a Tekken 8, and it's only Tekken 7 now, and we're going to keep going with it? 
Like the way Man. there's no League of Legends two. Seven 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 is real. Yeah, what if Holy it's just seven shit. seven seven seven? You know, and they just like <laughs> keep changing it, keep going. Next season, next guest. I mean, yeah. I don't. You guys are saying a new game is risky, right? Because yeah. of currently what's going on. So yeah. in in this environment, like in the reality we're in, it almost feels like all three of you want the game to keep going. You don't want Tekken 8, right? Is that what I'm feeling? That's what I think. I think, I think we can all do one more season right now. At least. At least. At least. Right? Yeah. At least. Everyone I mean, agrees. Because the thing is, I, want, I would love to see Tekken 8, but I don't know if it... it I, just personally, I don't know if it, Tekken 8 can succeed with how things are right now. Yeah. You know, also considering because Namco, like we said, is such an old fashioned style where they've always done it in a certain way, where it's arcade first, arcade first, arcade. Yeah. So if they're, for, if, if they're going to try to, you know, obviously within this climate of, you know, the pandemic, obviously arcades suck now. You can't go to an arcade now yeah. in this in this <laughs> pandemic regardless, right? Yeah. So putting Tekken 8 in there with no one can even go to it, it's like it's pointless. I think they know, I would hope that they know that at least, right? So oh, God, it, it's for them to make such drastic changes right now seems risky, you know? Yeah. Also, like even announcing a new title like that right now seems so whack. Like, like I just watched Gamescom. Right? Imagine that's mm. where you saw Tekken 8 get revealed. Like, that would be so lackluster for me. Yeah, it should be the lackluster time, kind of. Because all those things are yeah. lackluster. What was the Everything yeah. is lackluster right now. <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah, it is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't want it to be like that. There's no luster. That's why I'm that's why I'm trying to tell you that DLC and continued support is probably the best play. And you all seem to agree too. So yeah, I think so too. And I'm not even involved. Okay. Yeah, Damn. no, I agree. No, I 100% agree. Season 5 is the way to go. I mean, I, I look at games like uh, Grand Blue, right? They had every chance to do well, except their netcode wasn't great. But since they came out, right when the pandemic hit, that shit got shafted. And there's only like a small dedicated community for that game. So it's just like, are we trying to get that to happen to Tekken? You know, back in the day, Mike, we would just say that game is dead. You know, like... You can't say that no more, man. Like... <laughs> Is Grand Blue alive? Is that the name of the game? Yeah, Grand Blue Fantasy versus Grand Blue Fantasy. We went to the launch party. <laughs> I didn't. You uh, guys yeah. did. Yeah, Miyazuki did. Yeah. yeah, I definitely didn't go. But <laughs> it can't. You know, the more I think about there possibly being an arcade thing again with mm -hmm. the next yeah. second, it's not possible. It can't happen. Mm -mm. It's no way. It's just not possible. For me, <laughs> like trying to put myself in a world where they say Tekken 8's coming out to arcades on this date in a trailer, nah. It's not possible. Like the old Okay, the only, way, quit? <laughs> yeah, the only way they could get the only way they could get get away with it is like making that announcement on some sort of Japanese website that no Americans or anyone else from outside of Japan yeah. can access. Yeah, you have to and be like, like true, like hundred percent blooded <laughs> Japanese. Because yeah, because because <laughs> no way they can get get away with that without everyone being pissed. Yeah. Like this yeah, is how it, it is. Be, they wait, can't wait. be so not self aware to do. What that. if they do it like Tekken Five, where? It went to arcade first for three months, and then it came cost. Was that acceptable for everyone? Ooh, it's acceptable for everyone it. except for the arcade owners that already aren't getting any money to begin with. That's true. Also, don't think that's acceptable because yeah. it sends a signal out that we're out of touch. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't want to be harsh, but yeah, it's the I don't see a scenario where an arcade release that's before other people get their hands on it more than a week, maybe two, like. It just does not fly in today's 
like you know it just does times change you know there are shit you can't say now that you used to say 10 years ago and just like that there's tons of things are different you know you just can't have the same business model it's just simple as that blockbuster video you either evolve or you don't it, you gotta drop that arcade shit you gotta dude i think they gotta and i really do even though i'm not actively part of tekken 7 i think that tekken 7 even needs to like come on get with it like a little bit more mm. shit needs to happen in that game to keep people interested in it especially now so i don't know it makes you wonder what they're doing like yeah, this year has been it's real been quiet. So quiet this year. Yeah, doesn't it seem a little too quiet? Suspicious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. Are you seeing mm -hmm. announcements on the way? I mean, it should be either announcements on the way or they've been. So basically, it boils down to they've been doing a lot or they've been doing nothing. nothing. <laughs> you know, so either they're really quiet because they've been busy working or they're really quiet because, oh, the pandemic hit everyone hard. You know how that goes. It's been tough. Like, OK, we'll see. No crunch or all crunch. We'll see. I don't know. That's true. This is kind of a separate random question, similar. Do you think that the Evo showcase that's going to be offline in November, do you think that fighting game developers are trying to announce stuff there? Why not? Why not? Know. It's probably the only, th only fighting game-related thing to look forward to this entire year that's going to be offline, right? It's going to have international competition, hopefully, as mm -hmm. long as everything can, fucking yeah. everyone can get yeah. here somehow. Mm -hmm. I know. Right, so it's That's like crazy, it's, dude. There's just so much involved. Who knows? It's too hard to like. I I don't see why not. I don't see where else they would want to announce shit like Gamescom. There's know? um currently like they're doing their Tekken Online Challenge events. So there's master events and regional final events, and these players are getting points. And there's gonna be a finals, I think, for America. I think it's the last one, and I think it's the first or second week of 2022. Yeah, uh, that's when that tour wraps up uh so that would be the other place where they could announce something you know tech and specific the last event they have for the year to wrap things up right so it, it could be either one um hopefully both that'll be tight both pretty far away i think uh, the evo one is in november and that uh tech and online challenge one is in the uh, second week of january uh mm -hmm. yeah uh but if it is a season five or tech and eight right um They've been doing a bunch of stuff with changes and stuff, adding more guest characters. We got been getting two D characters in this game. Are they gonna? Oh shit! Are we? Are we gonna be like? What are we getting? What do you guys think we're gonna be getting? If it's season five or bigger question for Tekken Eight, like I'm honestly scared, like about Tekken Eight, because I'm like I don't know where they're gonna go from here. You know, more rage drive, more rage art. Are we gonna get like a double screw combo? Like, what the hell is next? You know, I don't want to see double screws. Like, that shit sounds crazy. What are they gonna do? You just put it that in your own head. You said I don't want to see double screws. No one said anything about double screws. <laughs> That's what I'm scared dialogue. about, man. Screws and bounds, one combo. <laughs> I get. We already have that or... in seven. <laughs> I get the feeling or I get the scent that they're going to get experimental. I think they had quite a bit of success with experiments in T7, like things like slow-mo and drives and arts and guest characters that are from 2D games. They probably learned a lot with, uh, you know, all the different changes and, and new re-implementations of old characters and adding these new systems to old characters 
maybe they're going to take risks. I don't know. It's possible that they're going to take some risks in the new one. Mm, I, and I do think that eight is an awfully ugly number and yeah. a big number. Tekken so. 4, 2. Or something. Or maybe just <laughs> 420. Tekken. 420. Tekken 420. Four times two. See? Just Tekken again? Just reboot it? Yeah? Start it off with a fresh number? Yeah, fresh start? No, I mean, it's hard to say. They're, they're, or maybe Tekken, like... Mega Mix, or wow. you know, who knows? Like, or maybe not even Tekken. Maybe it's like uh, the team, the Tekken team makes a new fighting game that has all types of characters. You, you just said and JoJo. Yeah, I mean, Aries, you just said experimental, right? And then they've I, been experimenting with like the newer Tekken Seven characters and the two Ds coming over. And Harada has been mentioned. That, you know, he verified, I think, that once again, after everybody said that Tekken Cross Street Fighter is dead, is that still on the table? Is that the biggest experiment that they're going with? Especially with now how it, 2Ds have been received. Dead. What if it evolved? Like, the idea of it. Because, you know, Harada is always fucking hanging out with that Smash guy, right? <laughs> so, yeah. what if, like, there's some influence going on? And like Harada's like, all right, Smash seems pretty tight. We could just throw everyone together. Ivy, we're gonna have this character, that character, random fucking characters from history, and make a fighting game like that. Maybe they'll curb Tekken for a while since all these guest characters showed up. You never know. And he says himself, oh, there's only a few titles left before I retire. So does Harada want to do another Tekken, or maybe he wants to get experimental before he kicks the busket. Who knows? I think, I think if, if he gets experimental like that, where it's like he drifts off the main Tekken line, then I also think that he should still continue Tekken 7, right? Because Season 5... Yeah, it, man, you know? Yeah, I mean, Season 5 would be great for just keeping that game alive. And yeah. Honestly, Agreed. not even that, but like, like you know, we talked about it early. Uh, it's like an Ultimate Edition or something where you can mm. have all the old DLC passes together, put it on P- the PS5 somehow, make make yeah. sure that thing flies. I don't know. Like, there's, there's a lot of things you could do to kind of, like, I wouldn't say, like, reboot Tekken 7, because, you know, I don't think Tekken 7's dead to need a reboot. I just think that, you know, maybe there could be a push to get, like, newer players involved into the newer season even but if they man if they go experimental because the you know we i feel like seven was experimental but not like tekken four was like the big experiment and that's where everything everyone was like fuck this everyone got so pissed I liked it. <laughs> I mean, I, I like it in hindsight, but at the time, I didn't. I wasn't yeah. all about it at yeah. the time. It was a dire situation at that time. I mean, Tom Hilfiger was the guy who would run the tournaments, and he was the guy who would win the tournaments, <laughs> and they were ran at his house. It was like, <laughs> I got to pay my rent. Everybody, there's a tournament. And then he would win it. <laughs> and that's in SoCal, one of the biggest scenes for the game. It was a really dire time for Tekken. I mean, it was fun for those people who were around, but Tom's as far as popularity and the way the game was, yeah, that's how it was. He needed to pay his rent. Hey, everyone, come <laughs> over. Ten dollars. You know? Damn. Genius. <laughs> that sounds shady. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. 
Uh, but yeah, I think that pretty much covers everything. I mean, any other thoughts about Tekken 7, how everything panned out from uh, like throughout the years, the last six years? Anything good, anything bad that you guys want to see? Like the frame Honestly, data stuff? Yeah. I miss no, Oki. <laughs> no, the, for me, the biggest thing about Tekken 7 was that the competitive aspect of it got like blew up like crazy. You know, the it's always Tekken's always been a much like you know, smaller scene in the FGC compared to like Street Fighter or Marvel or anything like that. But, you know, Tekken 7 was the game that where it really kind of exploded as its own, you know, own genre, right? Where it's like now, you know, people, when they talk about the FGC, they might mention Tekken. Now they might mention their favorite Tekken players where before they might not even known who the hell Nii was or who any yeah. of their favorite Tekken players were, you know? So, you know, the fact that people that don't even play Tekken might actually have favorite Tekken players is kind of nutty, you know, in a way to think about it. But like, that's because of Tekken 7's growth throughout the last couple of years. So, you know, I think, I, this yeah, game is crazy. No, I'm good. Okay. I think that uh, Tekken 7 is not the, the, it's not the, it's not the game. I think that it's people that ran the world tour. I think it was the world tour. I don't think it was the game. I think it was the world tour. I think it was the Hadou and Tenno and Markman and those guys creating this environment where Peru was able to show up and uh, Pakistan and all these other places were able to show up. The game itself helped a lot because it was mm -hmm. spectator friendly, but the tour, the world yeah. tour, and the way that they did it, the way they set it up, and each year it would change. Like, okay, it exists. Now it got some money, and there's regional events. Now, you know, it just it evolved, and it really made the game feel so much more alive than it ever had been. I think the game itself was almost like, like the horse, but it had to be driven. By, uh, like, uh, you know, those guys drove it. The Hadou, Tenno, Markman, all those dudes. And all you guys, too, right? The no, people yeah. who were involved. And probably still are, but who gives a fuck right now for me? Like, at the time, when it was offline, I think that the people involved carried this shit so hard. And they don't get the credit for it. But, I mean, it doesn't matter. You know, that's the truth. It is. It's not the game. It helped, but it was the, you know... It was those guys. That for was, sure. that was beautiful, man. Like, honestly, I was I was thinking about that. What Eris just said, you know, how like it's, it, it was, uh, I think it's that same time period between tag two to Tekken seven, Harada, Michael Murray. It was literally like a huge group effort. Harada, Michael Murray. How do we make this game more spectator friendly? Let's add slow-mos. Let's add rage arts. And then it's like us here at level up your game, making tutorials back in the day. Like Eris, you used to do ATP live. Then we have the Hado Markman running it down for like getting the big world tours underway. I think all of that, you know, and everybody else in all the different regions in the world, too, content creators in EU, like Korean content creators, streamers, all that shit has built the scene for Tekken into what it is now. I think that's really what it is. Like, that's always how I've seen it. Like, compared to, like, where we came from in Tag 2, right? I mean, I, I didn't even want to bring this question up in the topic because Bronson was like, SoCal killed Tekken Tag Tournament 2, Rip and Eris always shit on the game, and that's why Tag 2 died. Like, every time I go up there, that's the that's the shit that Bronson tells me in my ear, and I'm like, man, motherfucker. Like, like come why on, Why do you got to bring that up here, though? <laughs> just, I just <laughs> want to tell Bronson he's wrong. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? It's Tag 2. That shit's yeah. so long ago. Exactly. Bronson's right. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Also a good point. Also a good point. <laughs> But yeah, I think I definitely think it has been a huge community effort, especially yeah, from like 
attacking us. Like, you know, I've been hearing that we're in the FGC dark ages for 10 years. And like, that's when I was born into the FGC. And, the, and what actually what that meant was we didn't have a new Street Fighter game for 10 years. And I'm like, it's so Street Fighter centric in this FGC, man. Like, where's the where's the Tekken players in the mix? And now that we're getting some, you know, recognition and people know that what Tekken is now, it's actually really crazy, really crazy. Yeah, seven changed everything for sure. Seven was it wasn't necessarily the game, but everything together, the times, yep. the the technology, the online streaming, you know, entertainment sponsors, mm -hmm. talent, everything together, content creators, all that shit. It really pushed seven in a direction that I didn't. I never thought it would go there. It was huge. Those roars at Evo were outrageous. And the older the game got, like I said earlier, the more, the closer it got to the top main event. Mm -hmm. It was like, what's going on? The game, Tekken doesn't do this. I mean, dude, this is like my eighth one or whatever, right? So it feels <laughs> like this isn't how it goes. Normally, this one's behaving so differently. You know, that's why I think this whole pandemic was really just like everything else on Earth. It really fucked Tekken hard because who knows where it could have gone. This, the sky was the limit for this game to me. And and maybe it got changed. Maybe the maybe there would have been already two more seasons or God knows what kind of guest characters could have been in by now or you never know. So I think I think the like like we were just saying that the. the People deserve as much credit as the game game gets for being dope. Yeah. I think that what you said is spot on. I think that you know you keep on saying that the pandemic kind of fucked tech in, like it, it was getting so big. Who knows where it could have gone? I don't think it's necessarily gone from there yet. You know, like I think there's still a chance Evo comes back offline next year, and Tekken is still a huge game there. So yeah, I, I don't I don't see that it's completely gone yet. Mm -hmm. Agreed. It's yeah, just we're in the middle of it, and all mm -hmm. we have is what we know, right? The future oh, yeah. is so hard. to. We don't even know if the November thing's going to pop uh -huh. up. Right. That, that, I mean, it's so hard to tell. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's all I mean. I don't mean to have, like, a. there's no future for the game. In fact, right. like I said earlier, when it comes back, I think the big story is going to be who is good now. You know, we know who was good then, who's good now. So, uh, yeah, it'll it'll pop off for sure. Oof. You just got to hope that it pops off. I mean, obviously, I hope it pops off soon, you know, just because, <laughs> especially with, that, with, with the November thing, man. I'll, I'm excited to see that just because, you know, you got so many great players that are going to go there just from all over the world. So Who's that, that South American dude? Sergi. Sergi. Sergi and Sergi Marta. Yep. Speaking of Tekken, man, Tekken's the only reason why I've gone to South America three times. And w prior to any of that, I would have told you I'm going to South America zero times. Like, I would have never gone there. And now I've been to Peru, Chile, and uh, Colombia, and I want to go back again. Because I swear that the best smell in the entire Earth is, is some bakery in Peru. Damn. Wow. It's uh, the best smell of all time. I'm That's good. not where I thought that was headed. Damn, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. Yeah, man, Tekken 7, how far we've come. Ah, man. Ah, man, it's been a crazy ride. <laughs> it's crazy, right? I can't even. I'm like, Tekken 7. I've never thought we're, we're going into year 7 next year. We're going to actually make it to 777. This is wild. Wild. But yeah, I think that pretty much covers everything. Unless you guys want to see anything in Tekken 8 you guys want to bring up, but I think that could cover everything. I think we can save that for when Tech Nate gets announced. 
Ooh, yeah, arcade or not. All right, all right. I think keep it out of the arcade. Yep, keep it out of the arcade. Yes, that should be the hashtag. Bring Tekken 8 to consoles first uh, or together, simultaneous release. Let's go. It's not just that, though. I want them to take what my wish for the next Tekken is that the guys making it take extra, extra care to. Feel things out, not just in Japan, not just Japanese people, not just Japanese players. They need to globally, like, figure out what is reasonable, what is acceptable, what people want, and stay, try to be in touch with, like, the, the, don't be out of date. That's all I want. Like, I want you to be in touch with what, the way it's done now. And don't, I don't want, I don't want you to feel like grandpa's when the next Tekken comes out. I want them to be cutting edge. It's like, you know, I love I love cars, right? It's like some car company is releasing a, a car, but the technology in the car is 10 years behind. Like this is no, this is not acceptable, dude. Every car in this price range has the full works right there. How are you releasing this car? They get criticized by magazines and reviewers when they do that, it's unacceptable. So I want them to be held to that type of standard. Like, dude, this is 2021. You have to be up to date. That's all I want. Arcade included, features included, everything. Just be up to date. That's what I want. My way. Or, or you play Call of Duty Warzone and spend like 50 months on John McClane and Rambo and shit. He's a car yeah. man. Leave him alone. Video games suck, He's a car man. I don't even. I mean, they all suck, dude. They're so shitty. All of them. Are bad. Stay up to date and make a shitty game like every other company. There you go. Cosmetics. John McClane would have been way better than Negan. Way better. Any day of any week. Rambo, Robocop, all those characters in fucking Moron Combat would have been way better than Negan. Wait, hold on. Wait, but have you seen wait, have you seen Robo Robocop in Mortal Kombat 11? A little. No pants thinks that that's like your character. Like, it, like if you actually watched it, and he can like, be his owner. Yeah, yeah he's just his he, owner. Yeah, he looked, it, looked like it made it made him just for you because he looks so whack. Yeah, like, like so, his interest for MK. Uh, the biggest heartbreak of that game is that it has the coolest fucking characters, right? Oh. You know, guest characters, oh. Terminator, <laughs> yeah, Robocop, Rambo. Sword. I mean. Dude, but, I think those characters are tight, and yeah. Yeah. that game is not tight to me. <laughs> they had, um, I think it's like a wind pose maybe, where you just see Robocop's half-body crawling in the future, and Terminator walks up and shoots him in the face. That's I was like, that's so fucking cool. That is like, dream. It's like fuck? dream shit. Like, yeah. Alien versus Predator, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that is godlike. Damn. Too bad it's in Mortal Kombat 11. If it was an MKX, yeah. it would have been so much sicker. Even yeah, in MK9? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love yeah, MKX. Yeah, it could have been, sure. been cool, but maybe it'll be cool again in the future. You never know what's next. Yeah, NRS, get on your shit too, okay? That's the message. <laughs> Justice 3. Yeah. <laughs> no way. They're going to oh, do a bigger no. game. MK crossing Justice. Game. Really? <laughs> no. Oh, dude, you know what it might be? Okay, this is so so off topic but it might be dc versus marvel because that's what they said right yeah that's what they said but i'm like really 
They're gonna be. That'd be cool. That would be cool. cool. They're gonna go from They're gonna be going from doing Marvel combos to just zoning all day and then dash duck, dash duck under projectiles for twenty seconds. It's not that. Infinite was fucking garbage. That's what you want. Web ball reality stone. Web ball reality. Get rid of the stones. It's just like the gems. No stones. No gems. Fuck all that. Yeah, I don't know, man. It just at this point, you know, something interesting. I think it would be interesting. Do you want Injustice two or do you want DC versus Marvel? I would want DC versus Marvel over Injustice two or three. Hell yeah. I mean, if that's if I'm picking like super shit versus like okay, yeah, of course. Okay, your other option is Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe 2 or DC versus Marvel. Of course you want DC versus Marvel. I think there's no way anyone's going to not want DC versus Marvel. It doesn't matter how old are you. Whole world, whether you're fighting a fan or not. Yeah, everyone wants that. Okay, I just hope the combat's fun, man. Explosive. It won't be. It's going to be terrible. What are you thinking over there, Mike? Jesus. That's all I want. You want there? Like I'm expecting to too Marvel, much for NRS. Fuck, man. Yeah, yeah. You you're expecting to, you're expecting the teams to be like Dante Zero versus uh, yes. Zero Mega Man. Yes. No, no I Mega Man. Get rid of the Mega Dante. Man. But Dante <laughs> and no, Virgil. Yes. Shit. Let's go. Keep that shit out of here, man. Dante. No. But yeah, I think that only hero. That'd be cool. I think that pretty much wraps it up. Usually here we like give out our socials and shit. Like uh, you guys can tell them where to follow you guys at. Eris uh, first. Mm, avoiding the puddle on Twitch and um, my Twitter is avoid the puddle. There we go. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> you think you think they could give you give you the longer name or they should. It's just three like maybe, more, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe Twitter's lo- been alive long enough now that you can add those extra three letters. They expanded the, kind of, yeah, the words. Maybe it's not. Well, I doubt. I doubt like anyone's like missing your tweets or anything like that. <laughs> it's riveting. Okay, and anybody else on the follow me ads? Uh, follow me Twitter, Twitch, Rick Steezy, R I C K S T E E Z Y. Yeah, if you guys have watched this on the YouTube, click that subscribe button. Otherwise, there's a second YouTube for all my non-FGC stuff. It's just youtube.com slash C slash Refall. Oh, man. You guys can follow me at Twitch and Twitter. At, the name is MYK. And, you know, Are there's... You uh, Tell yeah. people to like, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Like and smash. Like and smash. <laughs> <laughs> Sukin. Shout out to Sukin. He's got his booth watch shirt, by the way. Uh, you guys can grab one from the link in the chat whenever somebody puts it up there. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, this was an old tradition in Eris's, uh, you know, podcast back in the day. ATP Live. We used to call them, like, something so left behind. And then we were just like, can we do? Can we Can we do that this segment, th- th- in this time now? You know, like, it's it's, it's, it's a different oh, era. Shit. Really? No, we still call yeah. them. It's called bitch calling. We still have calling them. <laughs> I mean, there's shit, no bitches, but, like, can we, can we do it anymore, or else are we going to, like, get in trouble? You guys want to do this, one? Rick's just said it. Uh, Ricky, what's your bitch calling? I don't have one, actually. <laughs> Wait, do I? I got <laughs> one. I got one. Mine's easy. Uh, because, we, we, you know, we're, I was preparing for this, this podcast about all the things Tekken 7. Uh, whoever over at Bandit Namco decided that local save files was a wow, good idea. Wow. That guy's a bitch. That wow. is, without a doubt, one of the biggest fuck-ups they've had in Tekken 7. People are just changing their ranks, they're resetting their ranks, and you can't do anything about it, right? So now what have they been doing? They're like, hey, we're going to start banning people, right? We're going to start banning people, maybe wrongly. So what are these people who are getting banned doing? 
they're reverting their save files because it's local on their computer and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Unbanned? Yeah, right? They, they unbanned themselves, yeah. <laughs> they do it themselves, so, yeah. And, and here's the other thing that no one's really talking about, right? Uh, people are talking about, why do I have this stutter online, etc. When did they start banning people? Maybe their cheat detection shit is fucking up the netcode for everyone. Because maybe that's what's changed too. Like they're not telling us anything about damn. Anything. So we just went local damn, safe files, ban system. Whoever's in charge of that, fix that shit. That that's got to go. Next Tekken game for sure. Preferably this one, but you know who knows how long that'll be here. Spicy rip is the best rip. That was awesome. Let's go. <laughs> that was spicy. I just I like the fact that the that that the prisoners leave the keys inside the cell. Yeah, you know, you bake yourself a cake with a nail file in it and just bake, break out of jail with it. What? This is weird. That Why shit is crazy. In the first place. Yeah. That, that shit is crazy, right? That shit is crazy. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just get mine out of the way. NRS, make a good fucking Marvel come versus on, DC Bro, game. come on, dude. I'll just want, like, make the assist work. Like, make shit actually work. Like, come on, dude. The the ice clone doesn't fucking work, okay? Fix it by the next one, please. Mike, have you even played an NRS game? I have. I played all of yeah, them yeah, except yeah. the last one. Really? I play. I played all of them except Injustice. I was just 2 curious when you asked about like MKA you know, combat. He's, not, he's yeah. actually a Sub Zero main. I am actually. Oh. <laughs> yeah. In X, I was. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why you wanted you said to fix the clone. That's frustrating. Okay. He's not, he's not, so sick, dude. Mortal <laughs> Kombat is never not going to be sick, even if it sucks. It's yep. still tight. You see yeah, the I mean, down threes? They're getting the crazy. Next one's be <laughs> you see I Arnold's down three? That shit's getting crazy. I mean, the Arnold. Next one... <laughs> Arnold's down three. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is Arnold? Dude? Arnold Schwarzenegger. I know. It's but, funny yeah. though. Yeah. He's not. He's Terminator. Yeah. Arnold. Arnold. <laughs> Man, yeah, this shit is weird, yo. <laughs> I mean, I would love to see a do Mortal Kombat be successful, but uh, yeah, don't hold your breath. <laughs> it's successful, but it's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a better thing. Successful. I mean, uh, okay, super I successful. It's the only game I've ever refunded on Steam. Wow. <laughs> wow. Damn. It really, it really is. I, I did that on I did that on my stream too. I streamed that. I streamed my refund. That was sick. Damn. Wow. That is hilarious. Damn. That I didn't even do it hilarious. on purpose too. I was intending to play it. And I was like, no, this sucks. I can't do it. Damn. Rough. Did, did everyone call people bitches? Except nope. for Ricky and you. I oh. think so, yeah. yeah. You gonna go? I mean, I don't really have anyone to call a bitch. Yeah, me either. See? Life is good. Life is good. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, Nobody, I don't really huh? know. All right. Mm -hmm. well. mm, I think that I guess I have to at least call the average Tekken oh. Twitch viewer a bitch. <laughs> That's for sure. The average Twitch Tekken fan demanding ESL cocksucking bitch that makes the game so not fun, not appealing, just like terrible, terrible human subhumans. Those people are definitely bitches, you know? But I understand that it's not their fault. I think that the formula of Tekken is that it's old and it's global and people who are good at it feel like they are the shit, elitist. The game itself is naturally like breeding elitists. And since it's so globally popular and old, you get these elitist ESL 
pushy, <laughs> entitled bitches that say shit like, like Harada will tweet something like, oh, this is an awesome art or happy birthday. And the whole responses are, when's Christy? When's Christy? Like, dude, what the fuck? The guy's tweeting happy birthday for something. And you guys come yeah. in like yeah, just it's true, blatant though. assholes. Yeah. You know, yeah. those, the, the, that shit is awful. It makes you like, it for me overshadows wanting to be involved. You know, like, I don't want to be involved because I know those guys are going to be there. I don't want to go to that party because all these stinky ass bitches are going to be there. Place is going to stink. Shit's going to be the anime (laughs) sweet, you know? So that's what, that's my bitch calling. The guys who make you not want to go to the party because they're so whack. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's called the anime sweet a bunch of (laughs) bitches. No, he didn't. He said they were smelly. That's very different. But he said the anime sweet. Well, they stink. like that. They stink. Okay. So those smelly guys are not bitches. Right. They just smell. They're okay. okay. They just smell. Yeah. They're okay, though. Okay. Oh, yeah. Pretty sure. sure we got it this way. Oh, God. Oh. Nothing, Rick? Nothing? That was an easy one to follow up. Just come on. I don't want to call it the anime sweet bitches. I didn't ask you to do that. <laughs> you can call one P betters on your stream, bitches, because they are. <laughs> I don't care about. I don't see the people that bet in my channel and then lose their money and then complain. Like that's that I do it because I laugh at them for losing money. It's like me being in Vegas watching other people gamble. It's funny. Love doing that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just do it on my own stream. People bet, they lose, they complain, and I just sit there and laugh and then hit next match. <gasps> but yeah, well, yeah pandemic's a bitch too, for sure. For sure, I think yeah, we—that's a unanimous bitch. one. Yep, hundred percent. Bitch on earth is even pandemic. the chat agrees. Yep, that one's a bitch. For pandemic's sure. the one. I that's think that's everyone's bitch calling. Yep. Yep. Global. Uh, you never know, man. Future could clean up its act. Give the earth a little bit of time to figure it out. Growing pains. Yep, I agree. Well, I think that's been it. That's gonna wrap up the show. Thank you guys all for watching, and uh, it's been a fun one. Let's catch you guys next time. Bo. Thanks for being here. Mm -hmm, My pleasure.